0: Coming up on the pod, we talk college football, conference realignment, Beyonce, Biz Marquee, and the movie we are reviewing today, Exit Wounds. Yeah, fucking rage. If you-
1: With the Real Buzz
0: crew. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz, Real Buzz Takes. Tonight, we are the Real Buzz 2. I'm Real Buzz Rob.
1: Now get your ugly white ass out of here. Don't come back.
0: And to my left we have Keenan, aka Keenan the Cannibal, aka Cannabis Keenan, aka Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. Yes, no, I'm larger than that nigga, Steven Segal. I'm gonna be a big ass movie star, all that shit.
1: (laughs) Buenas wild Romania. (laughs) And welcome in, all you Steven Segal fans that are uh you know just now tuning in
0: yes this is i tried to do the steven Seagal, steagall steven Segal themed drops yeah one was actually him the other one was just a man talking about him or how he's bigger than him
1: the other way that you could have gone is just uh some bird noises and it could have been steven seagull
0: yeah it's yeah i think it's spelled differently though Oh, it is yeah and
1: i mean that's the quality of jokes our listeners have come to expect on the podcast <laughs> so i i'm okay with it you think he's related to katie seagall You know, I've never wondered that. That's spelled the same, I'm pretty sure. It is. They don't look alike, though. They don't really. Maybe they're cousins or something. They don't
0: sound alike, either. No. They also, one of them is, like, really, well, one of, Stephen's very strange. I can't speak a lot about Katie, although I loved her in Married with Children and Sons of Anarchy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was great in those two things. I, I didn't really watch Married with Children that much. It was like one of those things I'd see late night when I was young. Yeah, you know, it
0: was almost before our time. Exactly, we, it was like right at the I beginning the of our time. It was on the cusp. Yeah, yes. I think I
1: caught it. Random episodes by the time it hit syndication, but you know, we'll save that for the married with children real buzzed rundown.
0: Well, don't let's not forget Smart House, Smart Park. What's Smart House? Smart House, the Disney Channel original movie.
1: Oh, is Katie Segal in that? She's the
0: Smart House. She plays the Pam. Pam. I, Panned? Panned? Is it panned? Panned? With a, with a D on the I think there's the a D end? on. Is, is there an N? Now, here's an idea.
1: I, I've never seen Smart House, but replace Katie Seagal's character, whoever she is. I'm guessing she's like a mom or something.
0: Well, she's the the she's the house person. So the house projects itself as her in a digital form.
1: Even better. Yeah. Replace that with Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> It, it would change. It wouldn't be smart house. It'd be like karate house. Yeah, the or, whole time, uh, they'd uh, ponytail be like ponytail house.
0: Hey, can you fucking speak up? You're whispering. I can't fucking hear you. Like,
1: this is how much your house talks. That's not, that's not a good Steven Seagal. Thing. I am the
0: law. But it's like, it is. He's like, he, is, he has that same persona as Sylvester Stallone, just not as charismatic at all. In fact, you could say it's the antithesis of his charisma.
1: I, I'll get into it right now since we're kind of fucking around talking about Steven Seagal anyway. We've done this podcast so long now that as I was starting this movie, I was like, I swear to God, we've done Steven Seagal movies. We have. And I was like, fuck. So that's the one thing I did look up on IMDb. I was like, what was he in? Because I don't want to look through the episodes. I wanted to just see if I could pick it out. And forgot he was in Machete, which we did. Barely.
0: It's a cameo, but he is in Machete.
1: Uh, So so I saw that one first, and I was like, no, it couldn't have been that. And then I got to, fuck, I wrote it down now. Past Half dead. Past Dead. That was like episode, that was maybe in the single digits. It's a nice night to die. We did that one with Ian, I think. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Ian. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, no,
0: that was over a year ago.
1: Which one? Of, uh, this one's fresher. I can't even really remember Half Past Dead that well, but I think I like this one better overall.
0: I agree.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: I think we're on the same page. Instead of partnering with Ja
1: Rule, he's partnering with DMX. Who, let me say, I think you did a good job in this movie. Thank, thank you. T- Don't take worry. Back my I bring talk. it up. I yeah, bring I it up, Keenan. Don't worry. We'll get into it. All right. There's a little sneak peek for you guys. All right. Now, let's get to the news. The news. Let's see if either of us remember, but I do have one that you didn't mention. Okay. I want to talk about it. No, we just we can do bring it up. Yeah, bring yeah. it up.
0: Or we can do it at the top. We can do it up top if you want.
1: No, no you go, go through it. First up, we have college conference
0: realignment. So I imagine you've been following this, Keenan, but the Uver- Oklahoma, the University of Oklahoma and the University of Texas have uh, decided they're going to leave the Big 12 for the SEC. Has the SEC accepted them yet? It's done. Okay. It, it, not officially, but it, it's done. It wouldn't have made it to this particular, it wouldn't have gotten this far if it wasn't going to be done. I gotcha. Because they've already burnt those bridges in the Big 12, man. Not that they wouldn't gladly take them back, but they wouldn't have... Uh, gotten to this point if if they weren't already knowing that it was going to be accepted yeah so this puts uh the big 12 basically is going to have to dissolve because without OU and Texas there is no big 12 really it's not a it's no longer a power five conference you got
1: TCU and
0: yep so basically what's happened the teams are already splintering off KU is partnered up with Iowa State and they're making a bid to make it into the big 10 oh uh, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and Baylor are all likely to go to the Pac-12. They're in talks. It's likely to happen. West Virginia is in talks to end up in the ACC.
1: Take me home, country roads.
0: And K-State, TCU, and everyone else are totally fucked and going to be relegated to conferences like the Mountain West or the American Athletic Conference, G5 conferences. Damn. Yeah, man. I would hate see. This is why, as a Mizzou fan, I I don't want to have an I told you so moment, but when we were fucking berated for leaving the conference 10 years ago and abandoning the big 12 we saw the writing on the wall yeah we're like no no no, texas is going to fuck this up
1: they, right because texas wanted all the revenue they don't sharing. share they don't yeah. share revenue yeah.
0: sec equal sharing in revenue texas said no fuck that we want more than everyone else and and we we're like okay we're not going to stay in this conference texas yeah. is an asshole
1: and nebraska actually left before missouri
0: did. nebraska left Colorado left, Missouri left, and A and M left, and yeah. it, it, I don't know why Missouri gets
1: vilified more than the other three, but we do. Nebraska did it like a couple days before. Yeah, I don't remember where I was when Nebraska left. Nebraska went to the Big yeah.
0: Ten. So basically, what's going to happen is, what happened was, fast forward ten years later, after you know all these four teams leave, Texas is like, yeah, we're going to go to the SEC too, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, okay, so, where the assholes still? No, we saw what was happening. We fucking we told. Sorry, sorry, K State, told ya.
1: It's going to be awesome when Texas is just the Missouri of the SEC.
0: Well, they're not going to be that. Their history and their brand is much more valuable and established yeah, than Missouri. I, I
1: just think LSU and...
0: Missouri and which, Texas... Which
1: side are they going to end up on? Do you know? So here's
0: what's going to happen, I think. there's Since there's 16 teams now with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas, there's going to be four pods. So uh, in one pod, I imagine there's going to be Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, and like an Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And then in another pod, there'll be a Florida and LSU. I gotcha. And, uh, so there's going to be four pods, maybe an Alabama in there, but they're going to be equally distributed given uh, status and you know their program's history. I gotcha.
1: I guess SEC is big enough to do that now. Yeah, 16 teams, fuck.
0: And as of this morning or late last night, the SEC is now in talks also with Michigan, uh, the Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, and Clemson to also join Jesus. So that would make it a 20-team – it basically would be the only conference in college football that's relevant. It would yeah. basically make every other conference in the entire nation completely irrelevant.
1: Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, you'd have to change the name from SEC at that point. They which won't. Which they wouldn't. They
0: won't. The, the same thing they did Michigan with Michigan and Ohio State. The Pac-12 has been the Pac-10 the last fucking five years that's or ten true. years. It's, 12. it's, yeah, it's but, just – yeah. it's a name. They're not going to change it. It'll still be the Southeastern Conference, even though it encompasses – it Encompasses? I can't say that word. Even though it encompasses two thirds of the nation. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Anyways. Wow. Well, yeah. So. I don't know. College That's, conference realignment.
1: Yeah. Well, let me just say, uh, as far as I'm concerned, go Bearcats, Northwest Missouri State, Division Two, baby.
0: Hey, man. Maybe K State. K State might join your
1: uh, conference. Yeah. Well, that would <laughs> really fucking suck for the Bearcats. Though. Yeah.
0: They, well. They're, yeah. Whatever conference TCU ends up in, they're going to dominate. Yeah. But it's not going to mean anything. They're going to be the UCF. They're going to be what. UCF is to Power 5 conferences now. Where they're going to be like, yeah, great. You won all your games. You didn't beat anyone, and you don't right. play with the big boys, so sorry, kick fucking rocks. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you have any other sports things? No. Well, before we jump away from sports, here's the Keenan Sports Zone. Cleveland Indians changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians.
0: I was upset they didn't go with Spiders. I felt there was an opportunity there, and they missed it. Why? Well, I don't know. Spiders had been one of the original choices to replace the name Indians and the logo would have been cool. I think it would have been kind of novel from a merch perspective. It would have sold a lot of merch. It would have been like the, it, they would have stood out. I think from just from a splash perspective, spiders would have been way better just than like, guardians.
1: You just like spiders. Well, I don't,
0: I think I hate spiders, but I think it would have been weird and cool.
1: Well, okay. So two things. Do you need a beer? Uh, no, I'm no good. Okay. I guess they went with guardians because there's some big ass statues on some bridges uh in cleveland that are like big guardian type things i just thought
0: they were big james Gunn fans
1: no i guess it, it makes sense for the city uh i was thinking when you said spiders i was thinking spider-man but then i started thinking wouldn't it be sweet if they were the spiders but instead of having like a arachnid logo it was uh michael imperioli's face from goodfellas <laughs>
0: hey spider ah, give me a fucking drink spider
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah you know they shoot people's foot Well, and then they end up murdering him. Yeah. Spider mouths off. Poor spider.
0: Michael Imperioli started his career in Goodfellas, kind of ended his career as Christopher Moltisanti.
1: Yeah. So the the thing about the Cleveland Indians name change, now the Cleveland Guardians, I Mm -hmm. don't think they're doing it until next season maybe. No,
0: they're not. And I think they like that it's for continuity reasons, just having the name Indians kind of works.
1: Let's go Indians. Let's let's go go Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, Of the galaxy. Uh, James Gunn. But it's just, it's interesting because when the Redskins were going down, um, having to change their name, who are now the Washington football team. Called, and they, I call them the Washington R words. Yeah. And they, well, that's good. Uh, they, well, I don't know if it's a good thing, but yeah, it's a good joke. I'll it's give funny. You that. Yeah, no, It's funny. You it's funny. It's a it's fucked funny. up thing that, yeah. Anyway, um, there we go. Um, Washington football team they're saying that until 2022 I guess. It's just interesting cuz they're never changing it. I did think about the Indians and I was like, well that's almost more offensive like especially their logo that they used to have. They've been going with just the C for the last few years. Yeah, this,
0: this cigar smoking oh, oh po- potatoes. Jesus. The cigar smoking uh, uh native uh, yeah. first peoples chief that would he that that was not great
1: that is just straight up red skinned and smiling with a feather in its hat i was like yeah. that's pretty that's pretty racist
0: the so, r words logo was more akin to florida state's logo where yeah. it was just a, a a a head of a native person with you know it wasn't like they didn't depict natives in any stereotypical no, or, yeah, the
1: indians one was way worse it was terrible. back in the what day. was the name of that fucking guy i don't know i don't remember but i i guess i just want to give him a shout out though for not fucking around like the washington football team and it's just like Instead of making a big deal about it and Dan Snyder, we're not going to change. We're not going to change. Cleveland just one day was like, all right, we're the Guardians now. As lo- like, I'll take it. As long as Dan Snyder
0: is the owner of the Washington football team, R words, that will never change. It won't. It, this is his big fuck you to the NFL for making him not be an asshole.
1: Yeah. So, well, shout out to the Cleveland Guardians now for, I think, giving him kind of a middle finger. Like, the, why is it so difficult?
0: It's not. It, it's not. And it's, it's so simple that it's just like, hey, man, a whole people are like, this is offensive to us. It's not great. And then there's always the argument, well, you're just erasing Native people from everything by getting rid of that name. It's like, dude, they don't even like being called Indians. That's not what they are. They are not Indian. They have not been to India. They are right. not. They, they're first people. They're Native Americans. So, yeah, man, I, I just, I don't fucking, it's great. Change it, man. I'm fine yeah. with it. It's great. It, the pronoun thing, great. Just tell me. Just tell me you want to be called that. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Have a little patience with me so I can kind of i might call them that a few times because I'm, i've been calling them that my entire life yeah but, but i understand why it's changed i'm happy to call them something different i don't yeah. have a problem with
1: it and i've already been thinking they're going to come for the chiefs eventually and
0: the only thing i can say about kings. that uh yeah uh, great fucking that's a great fucking change changes kings chief is it's like general you know yeah it's chief there's chief of police there are uh you know the chief chief is more of a title than it is.
1: Yeah, and we it, we might have to. We it's we, actually based off of the, the the political boss that was in the town right back in the day, Pendergast or whatever. Right, uh, Teddy? Just kidding. <laughs> well, I think maybe I don't fucking know. no. That
0: does was an r b singer.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't know, but we definitely have. We're, we're gonna have to knock off the. Uh, we don't celebrate it like we're the police chiefs.
0: No, 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 we do not. No, we do <laughs> not. We're gonna have to get rid of the tomahawk chop. Yeah. That that that's I will acknowledge pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, not great. I don't do it anymore, I used to do it as hard as anyone else, but I'm capable of changing growth as a person, and realize, maybe that's not great. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's my bit of news. Is that, hear me out, hear me out. Okay. Is that as bad, you know, is the tomahawk chop akin to maybe like, singing an old slave spiritual, like while you're working out in the yard? It's kind of the same thing.
1: Maybe, I don't know, speaking of that, so... The other day, I, had, for whatever reason, I was just thinking uh, of that song, Jimmy Crack Corn and I Don't Care. Yeah. And I looked it up and apparently that's a fucking old slave song. Had no idea. It was well, about like his master dying and shit like that and him getting blamed for it. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like yeah. I had, I had no we, idea. We
0: encourage children to sing that yeah. song. Yeah. 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 I, well, what are you going to do?
1: I never really knew what it was about. Just some kid named Jimmy, I guess, but and you, I thought he was cracking corn, whatever the fuck that. I means. didn't even know what that meant. I don't know. What that, I still don't. Yeah. Yeah, anyway,
0: so All Cleveland right. Guardians. So Keenan, I don't know if you heard about this, but in New Orleans this uh past weekend, someone done and tried to burn down Beyonce's house. What? Yep, police are now investigating a fire at Beyonce's New Orleans mansion as arson. Police received reports of a suspicious person who was spotted in the neighborhood shortly before the fire erupted, and then investigators found books inside the kitchen and oven that were covered in gasoline as well as gasoline cans in
1: the house. Was she there? Is that like her main residence or? No. Okay. That's no, no, weird. no. no. Yeah. This is one of her
0: 23 residences. I was gonna
1: say, maybe if there was fire in the house, maybe she was there recording a new single or something. <laughs> oh. Do you know Kanye dropped a new record? I I heard he had a weird Donda. Oh, it's, it's there called you Donda. Go. It's called Donda. So he had a listening Show me what party. S- type Donda West, like exactly. Yeah,
0: he had a list. It was called a listening party. What it was was an arena of seventy thousand people who paid to sit in the arena. While he stood in the middle of the stage and just played his record.
1: That's what I heard. And he was just like walking around back and forth. And yeah, yeah, yeah. people were like, what pacing, the fuck using is going the stage on? Space,
0: and he's just, you know, jumping around and like kind of doing interpretive performing as the record was playing. I'm like, I mean, he got pow- more power to him. He got 70,000 people to sit. I don't know what they paid to sit in a stadium and listen to a record while he ostensibly just, I think that's right. Acted like a strange person.
1: It it so in my mind when I heard about it, I just uh went to the end of eight oh eights and heartbreaks when Pinocchio's story comes on. Yeah, it's a weird one. And yeah, that's what I, I just pictured. It was kind of like Pinocchio's story a little bit, but maybe he just wasn't singing at all. I didn't realize that he he just pressed play on the album. Yep. Kanye is such a weird guy, man. Uh say what you want. People will
0: his weirdness works. People will come oh, yeah. to see him do anything. Yeah. It could be like, hey, I heard Kanye's jerking off in the Staples Center tonight. Tickets are only eight hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm in. I'm I'm there. I'd probably go. You know what? I might too. That's <laughs> that's just a story you could never like.
1: Yeah, you... I don't know if I'd want to pay eight hundred dollars, but like if I got like, hey, these are eight hundred dollar tickets, but I can't go. Here you go, Keenan. I'd be like, I'll go watch Kanye yeah, jerk I'll off. I'll go watch him yeah. jerk it. That's that's just a cool story. Hope I'm in the nosebleeds though. I'll just be eating popcorn. Not really, you know. I'll just well, it doesn't there.
0: matter now. They you know they've got the big Jumbotrons. You'll oh, be able you'll be able it, yeah, to see everything. That's true.
1: That's true. Well, Kanye and Beyonce, I'm glad you weren't at the house. And I hope they catch the... It took a weird turn.
0: But. Yeah, it did. No, it, apparently they only found out that the house had a fire because th- this is how fast news is today. The news reported it before they actually knew it was happening.
1: Before Beyonce and them did? Yeah,
0: before J or B. Damn. Crazy shit, man. That is crazy. All right, moving on. Biz Marquis. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. the legendary Clown Prince of Hip Hop and founding member of the Juice Crew, died on Friday at age fifty-seven. His real name was Marcel Theo Hall. Biz was best known for his multi-platinum selling record, "Just a Friend." Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, you great tune. You got what I need. Yeah, but you say oh, you're just a friend. Oh, baby, you. Yeah. and that th- not a whole lot more it of the story sounded like I was Bill Cosby singing that. Yeah. Oh, funny story. So I belong to a sports message board forum called power mizzou oh no I'm, I'm serious
1: no i know but you said funny story so i was oh no no that's not side. the funny part yeah i know
0: uh there's you know it's basically internet message forums are just places to shit talk and fuck around and be a, the biggest asshole you can possibly be yeah so there was one guy who's googled me after he because my handle's dj rob 89 so he put dj rob 89 to google and all my shit popped up yeah he found this podcast Started listening to it and started making fun of it on the message where we're like, go listen to this guy's podcast. He just a terrible Bill Cosby impression. Like, he <laughs> won't shut the fuck up about my Bill Cosby impression. I don't even remember when we did it or what
1: episode, but yeah, he, I don't know. it
0: really stuck with him.
1: Good. Good. I hope that it keeps him up at night. He's like, Whoa. what? What's a so, button? Any, there's another one for you, fucker.
0: So, so, anytime I'll be in an argument, and basically, the, the Missouri Sports, the Power Mizzou Forum is just a hotbed of ultra right-wing conservative people, which obviously, they'll hate me. Yeah. And so we go into the off-topic forum, so that's the forum where it's just a fucking Why wild west. Why do you bless.
1: choose to do these things?
0: No, no, no. I completely understand your question, <laughs> and because I love it. Okay. Because I love it. Okay. And uh, anytime I'll even be in a message thread, he'll he'll just reply to me and just be like, "Oh, the Bill Cosby impression sucks, bro? You're terrible. I'm just like, you, is that all
1: you got? Oh, man. Well, at least he listened. You know, I know. Like, I guess he's hate listening, which is still listening. Well, yeah, I'll take. Hey, we'll take whatever we can get
0: on that note. Like I said, uh, rest in beats Bismarcky. Oh, I like what you did there. Rest in beats. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a good idea from time to time. Yeah, there you go. Uh,
1: anything else on the news front for you? Kenya? you? Uh, well, just while we're talking about that, and as we're about to transition into the movie, uh, as you were talking about your fights with this guy on PowerMizzou.com. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, in this movie whenever Steven Seagal is the traffic cop, and yep. that it just goes out of hand, and there's the two guys that are out of their window, like just hanging out of the their window driver's side, and that one guy just punches the other one, and he like falls out the window. That's like what you guys are doing exactly online. And just to be
0: clear, I understand how pointless and mindless and ter- like it's not. It's so
1: bad, yeah. but. I love it. Yeah. Well, hey, man, do whatever makes I you happy. I love it, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's probably good to give Rage and Rob a place to go and get a release. You Inter-
0: know? I have a black belt in internet karate, and
1: yeah. I will continue to use it. Yeah. Well, yeah, watch out, Power Mizzou folks. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's coming. We got a whole set of Romanians that'll come over here.
0: Yeah, we do. The Roman- That's not a
1: threat. That's just saying we, we no, yeah. should have a, well, of a, course. an event yeah. for our Romanian They might listeners. come and, you know, you know.
0: Beat, if they beat the fuck out of you, they beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. I All can, right. But. So before we get to the movie, there's actually something I want to share with you that I just think will be fun for the podcast. So I was perusing TikTok the other day, and I found a really fantastic account that goes by White Claw Gabe. Okay. White Claw Gabe is this Asian-American dude who... You know what? I'll let him speak for himself. So okay. we'll just we'll play a couple here. We're just gonna plug this dude's pod. We're, we're gonna yeah. No, take time. he has millions of followers already. Okay, he's he's huge. All right. So here is White Claw game. This is just me sharing something that that gave me uh, that that made me smile throughout the week. Okay.
1: Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Fourth of July weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, four day weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, White Claw, baby. Fuck. Woo. Cheers! 4th of July, baby! Fuck, baby! Fuck! Yeah! Friday, baby! Yeah, I'm bombed at the music studio, baby! Fuck, baby! Fuck, yeah! We're making new music, Jesus. baby! Fuck, baby! Fuck, yeah! All you motherfuckers, you pussies don't deserve it, baby! Fuck, baby! Fuck, yeah! Woo! Yeah, baby! Woo! Big record deal! Big record deal, baby! Fuck, baby! Fuck! Yeah! Yeah, happy Canada's Day, baby. Fuck baby. Fuck yeah. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> happy Canada's Day, baby. Fuck. Yeah, happy ca-
0: So that is uh, at, at White Claw game. He's the best. I absolutely love him, which <laughs> he's a nation American man who basically goes around drinking White Claws. and says fuck a lot. He that's basically he 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 uses fuck as an, ad, like an adjective verb and a an noun all. He's the best. He's the best.
1: Okay. And I can celebrate uh, a good per- a person that can use the word fuck well, you know. Well, it's not just the
0: way that he uses it; it's the way he says it. His emphasis on "fuck, baby, fuck," like it just <laughs> it, it gets me going. Maybe it's one of those things that you got to watch for a, a little bit
1: longer, though, you know.
0: No, I was in on I was in on video one. Okay, a hundred percent. I was like, this guy is going to be a big part of my life for a long time.
1: <laughs> well you uh take him to power mizzou take that attitude fuck, baby, and fuck. that'll get you through it baby so go fuck
0: fu- baby go follow white claw gabe on tiktok he's absolutely a great follow and the as you could see there was a theme to the content it, there's not a lot of change in it but it's it's fun and then the last one was he saying happy canada's day was it cannabis i, I think he was saying cannabis day i assume it was Canada Day. yeah okay yeah that could I, be yeah happy canada's day fuck canada's baby. day all right, I As want, is tradition. And I don't know, we might make this a thing. If I find enough fun TikToks, I might just share a few every once in a while on the podcast. I enjoy them, and I think <laughs> I'd like to share them with you, and maybe sometimes Caitlyn and or Calvin.
1: Okay. Rob's TikTok zone. Or TikTok time. Why didn't I say that?
0: Oh, dude, we'll workshop it. It's good. Yeah, That's I a good start. Know. All right. And now, to the movie we are reviewing today, Exit Wounds. Ba-da! ba-da, ba-da. Yeah. Release date, March 16th, 2001 director uh oh, pre 911 yeah yeah it, yes yeah just barely well yeah. not barely by like nine no well, 6 months, months 6 months yes 6 son. months i can't do maths 3 to 9 yeah 6 months okay uh director was andresage bar bar all right yeah uh huh before this andresage was known for romeo must die after yep. this andresage on Andres was known for Cradle to the Grave, that's the number two, and the movie Doom. Oh, with The Rock? Oh, yeah.
1: Never saw it, but I heard it was a real piece of shit. This
0: guy's batting a 1,000, in my opinion.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Well, uh, he's great for the pod, apparently.
0: Well, it's the second time
1: we've done one of his yeah, movies. Cradle to the Grave. I don't
0: know how many directors have a two-time appearance on this podcast. I think it's a fairly elite club.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Way to go, guy. Way What's to go.
0: Name? Andres A N D R Z E J. Yep, we'll call him Andres. We'll call him Andy. There we go. Andy's got a hell of a a hell of a filmography from a directorial perspective. Let's go. Last
1: one was Doom, huh?
0: Well, he did other things after that. They just weren't worth mentioning. Okay. I think Doom was kind of the thing that he had that was his third. Maybe we should stop giving this guy money. That was his third strike, let's say? Yeah. Okay. All right, cats. Cast. Away. Steven Seagal as Oren Boyd, DMX as Latrell Walker, honorable mention to Michael Jai White as Lewis Strutt, Eva Mendez as Trish, Anthony Anderson as T.K. Johnson, Tom Arnold as Henry Wayne, Isaiah Washington as George Clark, Jill Hennessy as Annette, and Bruce McGill as Frank Daniels.
1: All right. All right. Bruce McGill. I love that name for some reason.
0: That's the the super overtly angry white police captain oh, yeah. yeah well i
1: thought he was Fuck. i thought he was like chief of police or captain but then no, no, there no. was another guy that was that the other was guy the, yeah yeah i was like oh okay god damn it why'd you save the fucking vice president oh you're my friend but i can't stand you or i'm your boss you're fired <laughs> turns out i'm the mastermind yeah, the exact well yeah kind of well him or black dynamite Black Dynamite. Oh, is that Michael, Michael Jai White? Michael Jai White. Is he Black Dynamite? He's Black Dynamite. Have you ever seen that movie? No, but I want to now. I love Michael Jai God, White. God, it's so ridiculous. When I saw him, should we do it? Oh, we probably should. Could we? Have, I don't know if we. Can we do
0: Black? I don't know.
1: Well, we did Jackie Brown. It's true that has black exploitation elements to it for it's, sure. It's definitely more of a parody of black exploitation, and it's all about the evil white guy that's uh, trying to steal. Oh. spoiler alert! Trying to steal the ability to make our. To make white people's penises bigger, because we're jealous of black that people's big That sounds like a great... F-
0: f- we're doing it, and we're going to rip on white people.
1: All right. Steven... Dynamite, dynamite. Fucking love that movie. Steven Seagal.
0: Before this known for Under Siege 1 and 2, The Patriot, Hard to Kill, Above the Law, Executive Decision, and after this known for Half Past Dead, Machete, and about 50 super low-budget straight-to-DVD action flicks. hmm Lots of those. Yeah.
1: Uh, DMX. Wait, real quick, with The Patriot. Yeah. Because that came out around the same time as the Mel Gibson Patriot, and I remember... Very different films. Yeah, well, I remember being on, like, early uh, Time Warner cable days where you'd go through the TV guide. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, the Patriot's on. Not and then that it would be one. this version. I'd be like, oh, God damn it, I don't want to watch this. Not the this. good one. Yeah. I don't even know what the Steven Seagal one's about. I've never seen it. Not going to. Yep.
0: DMX, before this known for a little ditty called Belly... Romeo Must Die and lots of music videos. After this, known for Never Die Alone, Cradle to the Grave, and then coming up, he posthumously, 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 posthumously he will be released in a, a film will be released with him called Chronicle of a Serial Killer, and then Fast Vengeance.
1: Is that like Fast Ten?
0: No, no, no just called Fast Vengeance. All right, it could be a fast film.
1: All right. Well, yeah, because they should make the f- tenth one Fast Vengeance.
0: Or fast ten-year seatbelts.
1: Yeah, that's a that's way better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Networks. Two chains. Stephen. Sagal.
1: Uh, Katie Seagal's older cousin. I'm just kidding. Katie Seagal's
0: uh, half uncle.
1: Uh, I'm gonna guess. I don't know. Five million dollars. Sixteen million. Oh, good for him.
0: Yeah, he hustles. I mean, fifty fucking. I mean i say super low budget they probably had four or five million dollars just m- more than half of that went to him yeah um dmx or um uh, what's what's his name i don't know i can't remember. Ra. I, I think i, think I got it way wrong last time too. now we both did i remember that yeah what are we gonna do
1: is it earl earl it's earl it's 100 percent earl earl something I, anyway i'm
0: not gonna get his last name yeah. or his middle name
1: uh x rest in peace um rest man, in beats over the last few months, he's been brought up a lot on this podcast, so yeah. He, yeah, Rest he really has. beats to him as well. Yeah, he really has. Um, and let me take the time to apologize to you, X. Um, after, especially after seeing LeBron last week in Space Jam, I was way wrong. X you, can act. You can act. X can act. Cradle to the grave, you're not as good as you are in this one, probably because you're more central in that movie, so there's more time for you to not be as good, but, but you know. Well, you know. The smartest computer guy in the world? Good for you in this one. I bought it. Uh, I'm going to guess he was worth $10 million. Uh, no, no. Oh, no. $100,000. No. He owed money. Yeah. Oh, owed $10 million. I, and
0: I kind of hate saying this because he, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, at the time of his death, he was in debt a million dollars. Damn. Yeah, man. And that sucks. But what are you going to do? I mean, hopefully he can, his family can recoup some of that on Chronicle of a Serial Killer and Fast Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One can hope. Specs and deets. Yes, indeed. Runtime: an hour and forty-one minutes. When I saw this runtime, I was thinking that's way too long. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this a bunch of times. I didn't. It went by pretty quick. I didn't. I didn't think there was a lot of fat to trim from this particular film.
1: Yeah, no. It it kind of tricked me a bit. I mean, it, the whole movie throughout it just reeks of the aughts and the bush years and oh yeah i mean it's it's very much of its time but i'm nostalgic for that time so i i enjoyed it and i thought it was going to be more cheesy than it ended up being it's still kind of cheesy and you know but i don't think this is a bad movie no i mean it's it's actually kind of it because i I don't think it's a good movie what's the deal with dmx i don't i don't get it and then i you know
0: there's some ridiculousness to it but it's not Like Half Past Dead or Cradle cradle to the Grave. Right. It's got. It's still. It's more grounded than both of those films.
1: Until the end fight scenes, I think. Yeah. What was that that they were using as swords? Yeah, the paper cutters. Just paper cutters. That's what I thought. I was like. They broke
0: the paper cutter off. Like, they broke the blade from the apparatus and then fought with them as katanas essentially
1: that's i mean that director probably when he was a kid was like wouldn't it be sweet if we had a movie i'm just guessing he talks like that no i mean that's fair i I can't deny that he does hey this guy from power mizzou is gonna say i have a shitty andres accent too, andy accent, andres edge yeah. yeah yeah uh but yeah oh it'd be sweet i'm gonna do it in a movie one day with a
0: rapper and a guy i mean that's pretty arnold ponytail. that's arnold well he doesn't have the ponytail in this
1: movie. i know but somehow you can tell that the ponytail is still there in spirit yeah, I agree. It's like it's not there, but the whole time it's like I think I see it though. You and know? when
0: you see the back of his head, you're just like, it, the ponytail needs to be yeah, there. It doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't look right. Yeah, it he, looks like it's missing
1: something. He might be the one man that I say that about. Oh,
0: yes. You know, one of maybe seven men I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm like, you know, he looks better with the ponytail. Unless
1: you're doing like the cross-dressing thing, then you know, do the ponytail. No, no, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, or, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. I shouldn't say cross-dressing. That's an out-of-date cis straight guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. uh one, Do your thing, but most, if it's a, just a normal dude, like, oh, check out my ponytail. Other guy who has to have a ponytail
0: or the long hair, it, or it looks weird, Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes. He's Jay in Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh,
1: Zach and Mary, he doesn't have it, right? It, it's weird. weird. It's very yeah. weird.
0: It's like something's missing. It, you don't look right.
1: Yeah. Keep the long hair, brother.
0: All right. Budget was $50 million on this film. It opened at $18 million, and it grossed $51 million domestically, $79 million globally. Almost 80, closer to 80. Nice. 79.9. So this movie made money, especially in 01, if you make, whatever, uh, 40% profit.
1: Yeah. This was before Steven Seagal, I think. This know, was this was
0: the peak of Steven Seagal.
1: People were still excited for Steven Seagal. Also peak Anthony Anderson. People
0: are, no, I disagree. People are still excited for Steven Seagal, just for very different reasons. <laughs> that's fair. No, this is. I think this is the beginning of Anthony
1: Anderson. Well, no, that's why I'm, I'm saying these years. I think Anthony this Anderson is period. peaking currently. Like he, I, I see. I prefer the Bush years, the Malibu's most wanted. I, I don't. Depends on your definition
0: of peaking. Peaking from a like a cultural perspective in regards to whether he's relevant. No, he's way no, more relevant I thought now. he was funniest. Okay, then yeah, that's, you might you yeah. might be right about that. When I
1: when he would pop in some into something I'd be like, God damn, and that Anthony Andrew, And he, he bat a thousand this movie. Episode of Chappelle's show. He bat a fucking thousand this movie. Yeah. He was so fucking funny. Yeah.
0: And then uh, Kangaroo Jack, mm, you know, that's, yeah. that's a kid's movie too. It's like, don't do the kid's movie, Andy, come on. Or Anthony.
1: Andy. Well, you got the
0: director. Yeah, the director. All right, plot keywords. Number one, Lamborghini Diablo. Number two, miscarriage of justice. Number three, racial slur. Number four, gangsta. That's with an A, not an E-R. And number five, terrorism. Don't know why.
1: So you were prefacing racial slur by saying gangsta, right? Like you were just saying, I'm about to drop one. I'm just kidding. That was, I don't know.
0: No, I mean, I could That's see. What, no, 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 no. It's I get what you were saying, though. The, I should have maybe putting those two right next to each other probably, <laughs> you know, wasn't the best. Ah, well, but, you know, no. And ter- terrorism is number five. I, I don't I don't know.
1: Uh, well, at the beginning when the people are trying to kidnap the vice president or whatever. Yeah, I guess
0: those are terrorists, which really strange. You think they're going to be in the rest of the movie?
1: No. That's, I guess, where the movie kind of threw me for a loop because I thought I was like, oh, now he's going to be with the president and all this shit. How is this going to work? Like, oh, I'm this, glad they just dropped that.
0: This pertains to the entire film. I'm like, oh, maybe I don't remember this movie. How's DMX playing on this? And then I'm like, oh, no, they click they quickly pivot to this being yeah. a police corruption film.
1: And I was happier with that decision. I,
0: yeah. No, I think that was I think they're just like, we need a really big opening scene.
1: Yeah, because I already thought it was corny. I, I thought it was corny at the beginning, which we'll get into. But, you know, Steven Seagal sees the earring on the guy and he's like, oh, something's wrong. And then it's like he's the only one that could save the vice president so i thought that was going to be the whole movie now he's with the
0: president it, it's funny how he, uh, him a local street cop is like oh i can order the secret service to do things like it's no dude he's like yeah. give me the give me the vice president he's like what no
1: you what did you just see i shot that fucking helicopter down with this pistol well <laughs> like, and that's goddamn. that's a theme
0: of the whole movie he creates so much chaos and so much destruction It's just like oh, we'll get the job done it's like, yeah, dude, you fucked up half the city in the process and a lot of people died. Yeah. I, it fucked up. Taglines. First one. What can two men do against a gang of crooked cops? Whatever it
1: takes. Okay. I don't hate it. You don't get, you don't know that DMX is doing whatever it takes until like the last 20 minutes. He was movie, doing though.
0: whatever it takes. He it's went all true. vigilante.
1: Yeah. 999.com <laughs>
0: such a yeah if i were advising him i'd be like maybe let's go with a different name for it was the dot com a,
1: era it you was know. The, the the well he says the right birth. before the bubble yeah
0: the right before the bubble so yeah. it was like 999.com which it the more i think about it it does make sense because a triple nine a 999 in police like code like if it's, it's a code 999 that means officer down so an officer has oh. been shot i don't know if they did that on purpose yeah, maybe
1: that is something. A little, I didn't, I didn't know that. I learned that in the film Triple Nine with Casey Affleck. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, movies are teachers, folks.
0: The second tagline is not. I don't. It's pretty lazy. This is gonna hurt. Oh, that's the tagline. That's the tagline. This, this is huh. gonna hurt.
1: This is gonna hurt. The exit wounds. Yeah, that would hurt.
0: Oh, that's true. I guess when you put it on the when you put the title up, it, yeah, okay. Exit wounds. This is gonna hurt. It puts, uh, so it it's doesn't still pretty really lazy. It, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, lazy. Not good. All right, now it's time for the canopsis. I will refer to cannabis Keenan. All
1: right, so I kind of fucked up as as I'm one to do. Fuck, fucked up. F- fuck, fuck baby. Fuck. fuck. Yeah. Uh. All right, now I get canopsis. Fuck baby. I kind of like it. Um. So I, I didn't write the synopsis before I got here, and then I forgot to do it before we started recording. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to IMDb, Yep. and it turns out there's three different kind of plot synopsises. Yep. One is just one sentence. Is it synopses? Synopsi? Synopses. Synopses. Yeah. Okay. Synopses, I think. So, yeah. Anyways, one is like just one sentence. Not going to do that one. One is, it's, it's kind of like a Goldilocks situation here, because oh. one is like fucking... I can't I'm still scrolling 15 down. Power, paragraphs yeah, really long but cool. the third one's just right but it's not in paragraph form so it's just one. Oh, long that's the blog. worst dude
0: come on man that's that's so fucking terrible yeah. yeah you gotta tell me when like a thought's gonna
1: end and when I, okay anyway. don't just be rambling about this but uh we're gonna go with the middle one and I'll give credit where credit's due on imdb here this was by boris schaefer shift schaefer thank you boris uh at hotmail.com Oh, I don't know if so. we should give out his email. Uh, yeah, never mind, it's on IMDB. Well, no, I'm just his I am his email at hotmail.com. This must be. His oh. name's Boy I didn't read I didn't read his actual thing, but he's got a hotmail email. I so. almost guarantee you that, that email is no longer in existence. Right, because
0: th- yeah, this happened fifteen years yeah. ago.
1: Yeah. Well, twenty years ago.
0: Well, yeah, okay, yeah. But
1: IMDB wasn't around back then. Uh that's true. All right, anyway, so we'll go with Boris's here. Orin Boyd cigar is a Detroit cop who doesn't follow rules. After he saved the vice president by violating every order he received, he is transferred to one of the worst precincts in the city. There, he quickly encounters some corrupt cops selling heroin to drug dealers. Heron. The problem is, it's very difficult to tell who is the bad guy and who you can trust. So if you get shot, watch out for those exit wounds. Very nice.
0: I threw in the last sentence. Well, of course. Yeah. I don't. Th- I, I. didn't think he was structuring his synopsis in you know the format of our reviewing synopsis. Yeah. yeah,
1: but he, he kind of nailed it. It was hard to tell who was the good guy, who was the bad guy.
0: It would be funny if he did though. Like if it just he happened in in exit. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be good. That would just be tailor made for this podcast.
1: March twenty six, two thousand one.
0: All right, now it's time for the Real Buzz Rundown, the portion of the podcast where we go over the movie, what we liked, what we disliked, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Keenan, start with you.
1: All right, so I mostly have uh, notes from the beginning part of the movie. Um, So we'll go with those, and then I'll just sprinkle in. Word. Anyway, um, shit, I already said a couple of these. Well, so yeah, Steven Seagal where's his ponytail. I'd like to see that. Uh, I did laugh. I already brought up at the beginning how the earring, he saw the earring and that, like, Gave him him kind of look. Yeah. But I thought that was corny as shit, so I was like, God, we're gonna be in for this kind of a fucking Steven Seagal is Sherlock Holmes. You see his earring that can fight crime. But yeah, yeah, quickly turned around, I liked it. Um I did make a joke about I already talked about as well, about how he blew up the helicopter with just the pistol, but moved to the gas tank. Tom Hanks could have used that pistol at the end of Saving Private Ryan. You know?
0: he, he did have a pistol at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, you mean to blow up the tank? Yeah, but yeah. then the heli- or the He had his Colt 1911. Comes- yeah,
1: and the first time I saw it, I was like, he just shot that tank and it fucking blew up, but then you see the planes. You know? So anyway, not a great joke, but, you know, whatever. I uh, don't know why everyone was so mad at him for saving the vice president. I get that the Secret Service had told him to stay away and shit like that. His but-
0: methods were questionable. He threw him over a bridge. He definitely defied every order he was given to stay off that Asian
1: guy and stole his truck.
0: Yeah. So I don't think it was the outcome they were upset about. It was the way it was his entire attitude towards his job and disregarding anyone's order, which endangered more lives. It happened like
1: this. uh, It just had to be the 2000 coming out of the 80s, 90s action movies where the chief had to be pissed. God damn it. I don't like your methods, but I respect your work. And that it's that type South of South Park thing. reference. Yeah.
0: God damn it, you hot dogs! I don't like your methods, but I respect you.
1: Yeah. Um. So and so he gets demoted to precinct fifteen or whatever the fuck, and that's whenever they first show precinct fifteen. That's the first time that a DMX song plays, and goddamn did that song slap! It slaps. Don't know what song it was, but I was like, holy fucking shit!
0: Well, and that's here's the thing. I noticed that whatever music was playing during the actual action sequence in the opening scene, that sounded like it came off of some kind of a royalty-free website from the late '90s. It was so bad. I'm like, okay, this movie is not low budget. It's fifty million dollars. They must have spent all of the soundtrack budget on Ja Rule and DMX.
1: As they did with Cradle to the Grave.
0: They did this. That's true. They did. This. I guess DMX was like, yeah, I'm gonna want a lot of money for these songs.
1: Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Never mind. Um, I wrote down a quote here that I thought was funny. Go on. I told her not to buy a poodle. I, c- I couldn't have thrown a German shepherd out of the window. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't th-
0: I don't think that landed very well. Tom uh, Arnold kind of sold it at the end. I was like, yeah, he's, but I don't know. It, 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 wasn't, I, it didn't deter me from enjoying the film.
1: No, I mean, I'm not saying you should throw a dog out the window, but it just caught me super fucking off guard. And, and, and that's a raging person, you know, trying to justify their fucking actions and throwing a dog out the window.
0: Before we get too far from the beginning, I do also think it's funny that this movie's called Exit Wounds, and the beginning, the cold open, is the vice president talking about how guns are bad and we need to get them off the streets. It's like, this is a, a fucking movie's called Exit Wounds.
1: Yeah, well, see, that. The beginning is so weird to me because it just doesn't fit with it the rest of the It doesn't belong in the rest movie. of the film, not yeah. at all. Not at I all. get that you have to show that Steven Seagal is a bit of a badass, but you didn't need to... But also kind of a rebel. Uh, yeah, and he needed to get demoted to Precinct 15, but you could have just started the movie with, man, that was some crazy shit you did with the vice president. Like, yeah. the beginning scene was sweet, the shootout and stuff on the bridge. I enjoyed but it. That's, if anything, that's because it just didn't fit with the rest of the movie. No, it, it did. The action didn't ship, but the plot didn't make any sense for it, so whatever. Um, and pretty much the last note I have, so I'll just have to sprinkle in. Um, whenever Anthony Anderson and DMX are at the car dealership, and he's like, What is that, like 200? And he's like 285. He's like, Better fuck me and suck me for 285. Uh, it reminded me of that Nelly song, I haven't heard it in forever. That ride with me song, you oh, remember baby. those days? Uh, I'm thinking of you Ride with Me. No, it's uh, a. Uh, no, if you want to come and take a ride I with, with me, me, he's got a line in that where he's like, "Rain drove all wood. Do me like you should. Fuck me good. Suck me good. I don't know. Anyway, it was very of that time. And that's also you pe- don't hear Fuck me, suck me as much, you know.
0: Well, yeah, it's a little maybe abra- with it's White Claw a- Gabe. It's fuck me, fuck man, fuck. Uh, it's a little abrasive. It is. But White Claw Gabe pulls the abrasiveness off well.
1: Yeah, I don't know when those lines hit. It just took me right back to that "Ride with Me" song. And
0: I can guarantee you that was Anthony Anderson. Um, improvising yeah Yeah, that's yeah i he has so many good points in the film from um a dialogue perspective where you just understand he definitely ad-libbed that and it was fucking gold
1: yeah he did a great job Bad at a thousand
0: yeah he absolutely did i also thought it was funny going back to the anger management meeting where we first are introduced to tom arnold Mm -hmm. i like it, it, it it's a good joke and i think it's kind of undersold it's so funny that tom arnold is such an annoyance to the anger management therapist in the anger management meeting, that the anger management therapist blows up at him to get him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's, it's ve- yeah, it's very funny. Uh, I like that. And also, the next thing I have is: uh, Is Steven Seagal Eddie Gordo from Tekken in this movie? Because he's breakdance fighting the whole time. Like,
1: <laughs> I didn't notice. You didn't notice. Well, I was just Steven Seagal fighting. Is I didn't. I didn't notice it as you a You didn't Tekken notice, kicker. like, how he
0: propped up on his, like, fucking right hand and then threw up, like, a scissor kick and then just, like, somehow just defied a... gravity and just came back up on his two feet. He looked
1: like Eddie Gordo from Tekken. It's a, it's just Steven Seagal, man. If anything, Eddie Gordo from Tekken looks like Steven Seagal.
0: Yeah, motherfucker can breakdance fight for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, some of, it, especially at the end when they're sword fighting, some of the shit that they're doing is just Matrix. I mean, even DMX had a Matrix wall run. Yeah, thing there was a
0: backflip move that Michael Jai White did that was definitely gravity-defying and that could never actually happen in real existence. But it was still... I, I didn't dislike it. I was like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm watching. it.
1: They're fighting with fucking paper cutters anyway. Yeah. Let's party.
0: Big fan of the, the DMX rendition, the hip-hop rendition of Ain't No Sunshine. Very good. I remember it being a big when part of the... When it's on. When it's on. Yeah, Ain't No I Sunshine When It's On. I liked it. Ain't No Sunshine When It's On, because when it's on, every time... They're gonna pay. All right. I like it. Yeah. DMX be- fuck yeah. Yeah, rest in Pete. Rest in I Pete. Said Pete. <laughs> Who's Pete? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh okay, so that being said, you can also I I'm gonna say this, but you already brought it up. I'm standing by I'm standing by my take. From cradle to the grave, the DMX can act. Dude has chops. That being said, if you told me these were the these were the exact same characters, I'd absolutely assume that Cradle to the Grave is a direct sequel to this movie. It would almost make the two make sense mm-hmm. in the title of Cradle to the Grave. It's like the directors fucking with us. It's like, is this a sequel to Exit Wounds? Or these because you have Anthony Anderson, Tom Arnold? You, you have got the post Tom scene. Arnold. You have post credits scene. You've got um, those two, which is great. Uh, who's the third one? Uh, DMX, Anthony Anderson, Tom Arnold. They're all in it, and they basically play the same fucking people but it's they're just different characters. It's like the yeah. director's fucking with us, but I'm going to put it, uh, the number two into the fucking title of the movie, put in Jet Lee instead of Steven Seagal, and this is just a standalone movie.
1: We need to, eventually, when we're out of ideas for movies, which is like every week now, we're like, what, what are we doing? And what are we doing? We have so many ideas, and then when it comes time to pick up, anyway, we need to remember to do Romeo Must Die. We, so it's we can complete the, the trilogy It's the yeah. trilogy It yeah. really
0: is And we're doing it in slightly odd order We did the second one first The first one second And the third one. Third. No, Romeo oh, Must that's Die the is the first one. one Yeah. So we did the second one first The third one second And we're now doing We'll do the first one third Yeah Yeah No, we should Romeo Must Die is on the docket
1: Yeah Aaliyah That's
0: right, Aaliyah's in that yeah. movie Rest in peace, Aaliyah It's, it's
1: like supposed to be uh, Kung Fu Shakespeare I guess Oh, interesting. Well, Romeo makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah it's uh, Romeo and Juliet's story with Kung Fu. And Aaliyah. I know Kung Fu. Did you notice this? I don't know if you did.
0: Was there any hip-hop artist slash actor who was more into leather in
1: the early 2000s <laughs> than DMX? Uh, probably not. And it's just reeking of those years, man. Everything's so baggy, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like he likes leather, and he likes a lot of it.
0: Yeah. With all of his wardrobe from his various films, the dude must have been sweating like Ewing in the fourth on set of most of his movies because he has he has two looks in all of these movies. He's got a suit from time to time, but mostly he wears velour track suits or a matching set of like a T-shirt a leather jacket, and leather pants.
1: Yeah. Or maybe it's a wife beater and not even a T-shirt. Yeah, no, yeah, might even be a T-shirt. Yeah. Maybe it's but a wife But he's beater. got a leather jacket that's going to go over it.
0: Which is kind of uh, contradictory when you're like, oh, it's warm enough, I can wear a wife beater. But then you're like, but I'm going to wear a leather jacket over it. <laughs> yeah, makes
1: no sense. Uh, uh, they're going fashion over function, you know? Of, w-
0: which they're very much more guilty of in Cradle to the Grave. It makes no sense. Like, the way Gabrielle Union is dressed to, like, Oh, when they're robbing the bank at but the yeah, beginning for a heist, it's, it's all baggy leather. It's like, I don't oh, think that and, would work. And she's got these big ass fucking heels on. You're like, yeah. why would she? That's not functional at all. Yeah, that makes that's sense. not going to work. You're driving a Mustang in a goddamn blizzard, man. What are you doing? Haven't you ever seen entrapment? Those clothes have to be tight. Tight. Oh, dude, please tell me you notice this. So Eva Mendez. Oh, yeah, she's in it. She physically is in it. Did you notice her voice?
1: Oh, did they dub her?
0: Not her voice. Really? The entire movie. How did it not stand out to you? I was like, what the fuck? That's well, not I mean, her I voice. Was, I was
1: watching this movie as I was cleaning up around the house and shit like that.
0: Okay. So the director did not count on her becoming an A-list star because in post, they redubbed, like, they ADR'd her entire dialogue. With, Damn. with the whitest bitch of voice I've ever heard.
1: I did well, I thought maybe she was just doing a white woman voice. I no, don't know.
0: That was just not her voice.
1: Yeah, it wasn't her because normally she's got where's she from? <laughs> she's got the accent. Like uh Where's she from? oh no, sorry? Spanish Spanish or, or,
0: yeah, yeah, She's from South America.
1: Yeah. She's sexy though. And you could tell it was before because She looks the same as she did. She was twenty two in this movie. Yeah, I, I couldn't think. remember. Like, I saw her pop up in this, so I was like, all right, sweet, Eva M- Mendez is going to be in it. She's so fun. And then she's hardly in it. Yeah, so she's just a little bit part.
0: Bit part, for sure. Yeah. But that's how you knew the director was like, oh, this girl can't hack in her voice. And then, and then they just redo her voice. And turns out she's the most famous actress from this entire film. Yeah. I'd say most staying power. I mean, not even close. I think the second, I guess you say Seagal, then Tom Arnold. But yeah, I don't, Tom Arnold might even... Seagal and Tom Arnold aren't on... Completely different playing fields.
1: No, yeah. I, I was really, I should have said this earlier. I didn't know, I hadn't seen this before, so I didn't realize that this was going to be the whole crew from uh, Cradle to the Grave. So Same when, crew. When Tom Arnold popped up in it, I was like, holy fuck. And then Anthony Anderson, I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah, Gabby Union just wasn't on the scene yet. Otherwise, she would have been in this fucking yeah. film too. Well, so they replaced her with... Uh, even Mendez. Yeah. 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 And we'll replace even Mendez with her, Correct guess, for the next one, yeah.
0: Uh, so The police commander, exactly my type of lady. Absolute smoke show.
1: Oh, yeah. My goodness. Probably the most unrealistic thing about this entire movie. hmm And I'm including the flips and the wall runs. Like, that chick is not the chief of or the commander. She's the commander. Yeah. She's a big
0: a big old IA star that got the commanding job in the 15th precinct.
1: A serpico.
0: A serpico. Yeah.
1: Also, yeah, she's, she's
0: fine. Oh my god! Yeah, that it's. I'm. I'm really my type. I, I don't ever think against blondes. I find blonde women attractive, but like women I've been in relationships with, and then I get in relationships with, always dark hair, always straight dark hair. Um,
1: oh, so she was right up your alley, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh fuck yeah! I love her. Love her. Whatever happened to that actress? Well, I she was on. Law and Order for a while, but oh, okay. then just kind of... She was like a main character And it.
1: it I, law and Order, Law... I'm sorry, that was... Love back. and Marriage, you're yeah, doing a Love and Marriage thing? That's a callback to uh, the... We were talking about it at the beginning of the pod.
0: Yeah, you Married with Children.
1: Oh, different thing. God damn.
0: Well, you know Love and Marriage, the Sinatra song, is the theme song, too. Yeah, married so with yeah. Married with Children. Yeah. I'm back in. It, it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. There we go. I'm back in. We just need it. We have seen it, like, the the second stanza. What comes after Law and Order? Goes together like a...
1: Ice, tea and who's that other actor? Christopher Maloney. Uh, we'll, work uh, on it. Right. we'll We'll workshop, workshop it. We'll workshop it.
0: Really, stra- oh, Anthony, Anthony Anderson calling his, uh, when Steven Seagal is approaching Anthony Anderson in his strip club that he owns, mm-hmm. and he's about to kick his ass, and they have the bottle exchange, and then his Anthony Anderson's bouncer comes up. Uh, he calls him a sumo- word sumo and then worm word that rhymes with uh b flow sumo yeah b sumo b flow i found it funny because he's neither of those things the guy was samoan so he has no he has no connection to japanese culture or black culture he's just samoan it was the bush years people yeah it's true yeah
1: you're right you're right they weren't taking stock in that in the bush years also strange
0: that a brand new guy at a precinct would feel comfortable sitting down during his commander's date while the date is gone and being like i don't think he's right for you
1: it's like what yeah and i kind of agree with the commander she's like what so you are no exactly and then he uh, takes a bite of the guy's food it's pretty good completely
0: inappropriate completely unprofessional that being said he's completely correct that guy was a total dweeb yeah he was that way where'd this guy come from not in her league yeah michael jai white Fucking jacked in this movie, dude.
1: Holy yeah. shit. Also didn't know he was in it. Um and when he popped up, like I already said, I love black dynamite so much that I was just like, fuck yeah, this guy's gonna be my drinking buddy. Now that it turns out I didn't know he was gonna be the you know, the bad guy. So I probably you wouldn't didn't drink still with drink with him. with him? Yeah. Yeah. Get some of those heroin t shirts. Hair on. Hey man, this shirt's making me itch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna go take a nap. Oh, my God, dude, why do I feel so shitty
0: ever since I took off this shirt? Okay. Oh, you put that shirt on? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Uh, yeah, the, the dude looked, he was drinking bottled water in the bar scene, and he literally looked like he hadn't touched a carb since Nam. Like, he looked perfect. Just, I couldn't believe it. Props to you, Michael Jai White. Whatever you got from a dietary and exercise regimen, keep it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's jacked.
0: I was also kind of confused as to how he wasn't bigger because he, he had that um, – the one time where he played the leading man and the hero in Spawn, it didn't go well. You had uh, John Johnny Legs, John Leguizamo as that weird fat fucking clown. Yeah. That, it, it was an overall not a well-made film, but Michael Jai White's a pretty charismatic actor, very good-looking, fucking chiseled. I I I'm so, I'm just surprised he didn't get more leading man roles. The dude fucking he fucks on cam bro. Oh yeah, and not like in a Pornhub way.
1: You should watch Black Dynamite tonight. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. I really like Michael J. White. <laughs> you talk about him fucks or he fucks. I mean, oh, yeah. does he fuck in that movie? Oh yeah. Oh hey, right. You're gonna wake the bitches. You gotta watch that. <laughs> You gotta watch it, dude. It's so funny. Uh,
0: I don't know if you noticed this. You were said you were kind of walking around and cleaning. I pay attention to to like stupid specific details that i think some people wouldn't Mm -hmm. every every single parking established parking scene like where uh people are parking to go to the office or steven Seagal's parking to just park they always park like assholes like (laughs) fucking DMX every time he parked that Lambo in his office spot, it was in the middle of two parking spaces. Steven Seagal when he first parks at the beginning of the film to just you know park on the side of the street to check out what Anthony Anderson's doing, way outside the lines. I think the Hummer when he parks the Hummer next to the Commander Hottie Spotty, fuck way just not even a good parking job. It's it's like it was intentional. If it happened once, I'd say okay, it just happened, but it happens nine times. I think I know why though,
1: because if you one thing I did notice about this movie, which you don't have to be watching real closely to notice it. But any time a car fucking bumps into another car, it explodes. True. Like there's, I got to the point I was like, my God, like at the beginning of the movie, they put the little sticky bombs on yeah. the vice president's car and that was an explosion. I was like, that makes sense. But in my older age now, I've started to realize movies from this time, it's like a normal car accident and shit just blows the fuck up it's it's exactly how it works in real life you know
0: it just went through my mind if it had just been me and calvin sitting here and i just made the point i just made it goes yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. you just be like oh i didn't see it man no well it's because in in the world of exit wounds uh if you bump in like if you (laughs) door ding another car at uh, ivy it yeah it blows up exactly you'll probably stand there kind of with black smoke in your face like a cartoon yeah like Wiley coyote after the acme bomb blows up in
0: his face and doesn't kill the roadrunner
1: this is going to make my insurance go outrageous. The general Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Steve, Did he blow up another car? Speaking of vehicular scenes in this movie, so right after Captain Hottie Hots fucking wrecks the car into the back of the truck, and he's like, oh, she's dead. I assume she's dead. She looked pretty dead. And then he gets on a motorcycle, a Ducati. It doesn't look natural at all.
1: He's uh, too big for the Ducati. I like the guy too. I got a date tonight. Yeah, like uh,
0: I don't know. They could have picked any motorcycle, a Harley, like something that would have suited Steven Seagal, but they picked this fucking tiny ass crotch rocket <laughs> that he look. He looks like he fucking looks like uh, the giant fr- from Jack and the Beanstalk sitting on a tricycle. It doesn't make any fucking sense at all. It just aesthetically, I'm like, this doesn't add up. I, that bike is too small.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I that didn't bother me. I guess I I just figured it's Steven Seagal probably demanding. They're like, "Hey, we got you this sweet Harley." He's like, "No, I want a Ducati. I want a Ducati. Give me a Ducati." <laughs> Steven Seagal doesn't ride no Harley's, bitch.
0: I'm a police officer in the in a parish in Louisiana.
1: I ride Ducatis.
0: Uh, very funny. The scene where, you know, I liked this scene. I thought it was creative where DMX is essentially
1: using a belt to fire a weapon from. um I did have to rewind that one. Uh, yeah. The shotgun that he lifts in the air, he lifts, but he's yeah, also he able to shoot it accurately. And, 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 and he somehow
0: cocks the. D- yeah. I don't know. I don't care. That's cool. What I had a problem with was he walked into a room and there was this fortress of cement bags what the fuck where are they like they went to a place where they're making drugs why would there be a a, a very strategically laid out cement bag fortress where you could hide
1: behind i was like what i don't know maybe that's and uh, then the guy
0: tries to suffocate him in the dry cement it's like what i i don't know
1: dude the fight i, I will shout out to the fights at the end even though it's a little extreme and out there like the way that fucking michael J. white or Jai white dies and then followed right up by the dude getting his head First, just into the sprinkler. Like, when DMX lifts him up, I was like, oh, that would fucking sting. Like, that would just hurt. Then he gets his throat fucking shoved into the, I don't know, pipe that's coming out of the wall. Well, he
0: also has cement on him a little bit. So I think maybe, like, it's just a kind of extra fuck you that the the sprinkler, sprinklers are on. And now, it's now the gonna cement's going to harden. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I just made that up, probably. the One of the last things I have is I'm fairly certain DMX was violating dozens of different laws by doing his vigilante thing. There isn't any way, after everything is done, the police chief is like, yeah, the court's never gonna let your brother out, so I did it anyway. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm pretty sure he would be like arresting DMX. We're like, what are you doing, man? You can't do any of this.
1: I think part of it, and one of the things that I was gonna say before we ended, so this is a, this is a great segue, is it's kind of fascinating. You could just tell it was such an early time for the internet that they're like, they, they talk about the dot-com bubble and shit like that, but so DMX, he creates 999.com. He's a brilliant internet person, you know, yeah. computer designer or whatever the fuck, I, web designer. I don't know. And so he decides to be Robin Hood or just like a vigilante or whatever. And I guess people didn't know at this he, time. Maybe, he's the white claw game yeah, of his day. Turns out he's like the, yeah, people on the internet, they're they're doing shit for good. I don't know. It was It was very weird. Like, you would have thought he would have talked to the police chief beforehand and not yeah. just been like, here we go. I've just been doing this on I've the got Internet. Total
0: rogue. And I have all of this illegally recorded evidence to give you that you cannot use in court ever at all at any time. Yeah. So it's it's just all a farce because none of that would be legitimate evidence. You couldn't you couldn't bring that into court. Yeah. He's not a police officer. They didn't legally obtain this. It, it, so it's all for naught.
1: And if they thought that this is how the Internet would turn out in 2021, back in 2001, they we're a little wrong. So wrong. We're watching White Claw Gabe on TikTok instead of, you know, bringing down police corruption.
0: I'm shit talking people about politics on Power Mizzou. Yeah. That's what the Internet became. That's yeah. what it devolved to. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing about humanity, man. We take something like the Internet, which has infinite potential to do great and wonderful things for people and we do the antithesis of that and just turn it into a gutter of shit yeah that's humanity in a nutshell
1: how do you drown out you know important stuff give everyone a voice you know yep
0: uh no that's right man professor i don't remember his name said it best in college about twitter you know what this isn't going to turn out well you know it, (laughs) it gives everyone a voice and not everyone should be talking yeah but i include myself in that sentiment
1: yeah, I don't know. I was always freaked out by Twitter. I never had one.
0: No, you, you went the right way on that, Keenan. You were like, I, I don't think this is going to be good for me. I'm not going to do Twitter. I'm not going to do Facebook. I'll do Instagram, but I'm not going to say much. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing, man? And I'm over here fucking blabbing everything. Well, that's why I had internet. to get
1: off Facebook. I was on Facebook up until the 2016 election, and I couldn't keep my mouth shut. And then I would wake, I'd get super drunk and get in these arguments. Yeah. I'd wake up the next day and just be like, God damn it. I don't even really care that much. I was just fired up last night. Now I got to argue with this guy today. So See, I respect you. I just got out of
0: it. I respect you. You're the person who realizes they're an alcoholic and puts the bottle down. <laughs> I'm the guy that accelerates and is like, I need more.
1: I need more. Give me Power Power Mizzou. more. Mizzou.com. Yeah.
0: Uh, fuck Facebook. That's old news. Power yeah. I do the opposite. I don't ramp it down. I'm like, well, how can I accelerate this and do this more? It's totally great and healthy for you know me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I smoke a lot of weed. Uh, maybe I should start doing that more. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I th- I mean, uh, allegedly, it doesn't mean you do. You're playing a character on a podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's medically legal here. And the last thing I have is the mid credit scene with Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson is absolutely the best part of the whole movie. Yeah, it's so good.
1: And I, they're back I and forth. It. So good. I remember they did it in Cradle to the Grave as well. Yeah. I but think- I wasn't expecting it in this one and i think this one was so good they're like well
0: we have to do it we gotta one. do it again we gotta do it again yeah and the the back and forth between arnold and anderson just so fucking funny
1: yeah and you can tell they're just making the shit up yeah they're just riffing had you there when we did the operation and i can uh i can tell you
0: what they say <laughs> what they say about black black guys penises not totally true not totally true yeah that is funny shit man all right keenan do you know What time it is. It's time for Tipsy Trivia. Pretty good.
1: That'll work.
0: This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film. If Keenan gets three of the five correct, I have to shotgun and he doesn't. If he gets less than three correct, he has to shotgun and I don't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning because it's that kind of a show. Yeah. Number one which of these titles is not a low-budget straight-to-dvd action film starring steven seagal from the last 15 years <laughs> okay <laughs> all right i like this so the premise is i'm gonna give you four titles i made one of them up three of them are real okay which one is not a straight-to-dvd low-budget steven seagal film
1: okay which one did rob make up
0: exactly that's a great way of saying it okay surmising if you will a maximum conviction b uh mercenary for justice c urban justice or d deadly force authorized
1: uh will you say him again
0: yes of course a maximum conviction b mercenary for justice c urban justice or d deadly force authorized
1: i'm gonna say b mercenary for justice
0: the answer was d deadly force authorized damn it there was a maximum conviction a mercenary for justice and an urban justice
1: i thought that was i don't know that's why i thought one of those two were made up i i didn't know which one no oh steven seagal if anything is is not he's about justice he is there for justice
0: he is justice he should just be seagal for justice truth justice in the steven seagal way yeah all right number two (laughs) numerous five eva mendez's dialogue was clearly dubbed over with another actress's voice what reason did the executive producer give Eva... Ava? Is it, I think it's Eva. I think it's Eva. What reason did the executive producer give Eva for this happening? Was it A, she didn't sound sexy enough? B, she didn't... That can't be true. <laughs> are you right? B, she didn't sound intelligent enough? C, she had a bad cold throughout filming and they had to dub her over because she didn't have many scenes? Or D, her voice was annoying? Oh... I'm going to guess B. That's correct. She didn't. Okay. The, the executive producer, when she asked why her voice was dubbed over, he replied, because you don't sound intelligent enough.
1: Well, when you said that, I was like, damn, that would be harsh. The last couple ones were harsh, too, but I don't know. Yeah, if it was like, well, your voice
0: is annoying. That's pretty yeah. bad, too.
1: D- yeah, you're right, though. Didn't sound sexy enough is just not plausible. Yeah, no. She, not yeah. plausible. All right. Number three. Number eins, dry. Dry. Yeah. Eins, zwei, dry. Fünf, sechs, sieben. Wo ist mein Schatz geblieben? Sorry.
0: Uh, uh, guten tag. Um, number three, true or false, this is the biggest opening of any Steven Seagal film. Oh. Up to this point or ever? Ever. No, this is, this is, uh, thinking of all of his titles throughout I'll his I'll say career. true. It is true. All right. This was the biggest opening uh, of any Steven Seagal movie ever, and it was okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I didn't hate it. For as big as a star as he's portrayed to be from a 90s action perspective, it- I mean Bruce Willis, uh, Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren. Those guys have movies that open way more than this. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he's kind of—he's just the weird action star. He's not like sexy, you know. Schwarzenegger is at had least the same beefcake. Thought. Yeah, beefcake. You
0: look at his face; he's—he isn't that fascinating to photograph in any way. He's very average looking. He's not in. I mean, he's not in bad shape. He's not in fantastic shape. Yeah. He's not a good actor. Yeah. He does know Kung Fu a little
1: bit. Yeah. But he, he just seems like he's kind of like, he's the white guy from wherever he's from in America. I don't even
0: think he's white. I think he's, I, I'm, I'm not going to speculate, Italian or perhaps maybe Native American? I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like yeah, I don't know, but I just feel like he was super obsessed with like karate as a kid. He probably went to a lot of karate camps and shit like that.
0: First American to open a dojo in Japan.
1: Yeah, so then he became an action star based on that type thing. Whereas, like Schwarzenegger was lifting iron and all, you know, pumping, pumping iron, and coming. Always, yeah. coming, always coming, always coming, coming like
0: everywhere while pumping.
1: I don't get Bruce Willis though because I hear he's a dick, but like, well, I, I hear he's kind of like the George Brett of Hollywood.
0: He's charismatic. <laughs> he's he has a symmetrical face yeah and he brings in numbers
1: that before i heard he was a dick i liked bruce willis yeah now i i still like i won't not see something man
0: i I think to an extent most movie stars in that situation are going to be not the coolest people right yeah but from what i've I've read he he goes above like a
1: dick on yeah we've talked about it kevin smith and all that stuff
0: That's the one that actually really got to me because I really love and respect Kevin Smith and he was like it was a dream killer for me like it was like my hero was telling me to go fuck myself. Yeah. And it was it was awful.
1: Upside. No, nah,
0: hopefully Poombie's okay. He's having a little coughing fit here. Uh okay, number 4. Over under 39. What is this movie's body count?
1: Uh I will guess over.
0: Under, 38 was the total body count for this film. Damn it. So are you two and two? I'm two two for two. Just for all the mibles. Well, I guess two and two, not two for two. Yeah, two and two. All right, number five. True or false, when DMX was asked his opinion of working with Steven Seagal, DMX said, he's
1: a dickhead. Oh, I'm going to say true. It's very true. Yes. So yes. that makes sense why he wasn't asked back for Cradle yes. to
0: the Grave. He's when the, He was interviewed I think it was even, like, at a premiere, and he was like, what was it like working with Steve? And he was like, he's a dickhead. <laughs> and, you know, DMX was never going to – he was he's never one to hide his true feelings. Yeah, he's not going to so, sugarcoat yeah. it for you. So th- there you go, bud.
1: All right. You made it. Uh, should, should we? We'll take it. I, no. No? I'm not with that. Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: All right. All right, moving on to –
1: Drinking Buddies. What?
0: This is the portion of the podcast where we choose a character, not an actor, but a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly fucked up, drunk, shit faced, shivoed, if you will, and I will with Yes. Keenan, who is your drinking buddy?
1: Uh well, so I I thought it was gonna be Michael Jai White at first, but he's the bad guy, so I don't know. I would probably drink with Ava Mendez. That's fair. I'm going to go with TK, TK Johnson. Which that's a good choice. Anthony Anderson. Yeah.
0: Dude owns a strip club, and he loves him some titties against the glass. It's my kind of guy. Actually, I should go with
1: him, too. I think it's the only choice. Yeah, you're right. Otherwise, I'd be talking with, like, looking at Eva Mendez, but it's like, that's not your voice. Exactly. You know, the yeah, she never voices it. it'd be, be with it. the character, so.
0: Miss Johnson was shaking her ass. I got something for you, Miss Johnson. <laughs>
1: uh, from
0: the, the scene where they're buying the Lamborghini? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's a white lady in there, and he put on the. eh, Anyway, it's not cool if I have to explain the context. (laughs) Amen. All right, Rotten Tomatoes over under critics. I will set at a thirty percent over thirty-three. All right, audience. I will set at a fifty percent over under forty-five. Damn, IMDb rating was. I'm not sure. Five point six. Okay, I give this a two point seven
1: five beers out of five. So you're pretty much on with IMDb. uh Uh, yeah close i'm I'm gonna give it two beers two and a half beers i'll give it two and a half i went with two and a half and then
0: upon reflection it's two seven five it's 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 that little
1: bit better a little bit better yeah i don't know it's it's not a movie that i will actively seek out to watch again i don't think i would watch it again yeah i I agree but if if i'm Bored one day scrolling through Netflix, it's there for free or yeah. something. Which we should say where we watch. I had to rent it from Amazon. I also rented it on Apple TV, but it was only two ninety nine to rent. Yeah, it was. Me too. Yeah, and you could have bought it for four ninety nine, but I had never Same. seen it before, so I was like, ah, I'm not gonna buy it.
0: I, I, I'm not gonna watch it that much. Yeah, you exactly. Know?
1: Like, I'm not gonna so if it's free again at some, or if it's free at some point, maybe I'll watch it. But you know,
0: yeah, and I agree. I just uh, won't actively seek it out to watch it, but if it's on, we'll watch it.
1: Yeah, it's an action movie from the bush years from the bush years yeah.
0: that about does it here for episode 90 of real buzz takes we are the real buzz to
1: keenan take us out goddamn 90 episodes hey there we are the real buzz crew and we review the best of the worst for you
0: this concludes our broadcast day
1: dmx is better than lebron fuck baby fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you.